0: on the wrestling podcast about nothing on the advice of one of our friends we're taking a look back at one of the last territories in pro wrestling smoky mountain wrestling and one of its most controversial episodes
1: are we sure he's our friend after we watch this
0: oh boy we'll find out also one of my hair Brain segments is actually getting a second installment how about that plus your promo about nothing is coming up and so much more but first tell him, george I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. <laughs> Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. 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 Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 109, presented by BDAradio.com. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring, and joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars, now a Ring of Honor wrestler. He's the original Irresistible Force, the constant immovable object, the sausage king of Chicago, the kingpin, Brian Malonis.
1: <laughs> I, I am Abe Froman.
0: <laughs> you do have a very similar look so brian you were in chicago last week for ring of honor wrestling and it's about that time spoilers uh can't provide them you cannot provide them no 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 what if we get bobby cruz on the lions get him on i'm sure he has <laughs> no problem giving away spoilers
1: i'm sure i'm sure he doesn't <laughs> he's a man of no integrity
0: <laughs> but uh, you had you had a good trip, sir, out there?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good trip.
0: Your first time in front of the Chicago crowd, right?
1: It was, yes. And I, I met Billy Corgan. You did? I did.
0: Was he wearing a nice uh, Scoop Brady hat like he did at the uh, all-in press conference?
1: Yeah, he was wearing the exact same suit and <laughs> hat.
0: <laughs> Couldn't bring yourself to ask for a picture with him, though, though huh?
1: No. No, I don't do that.
0: No, you don't do that.
1: Not for, not for Billy Corgan, at least.
0: <laughs> okay, if it was... Uh,
1: I mean, I like, like, I like Bullet with butterfly wings as much as the next guy, but...
0: <laughs> that was just a, a great outfit that he had for the uh, press conference. It was something. It was something. And speaking of all-in, Brian, it sold out in apparently 30 minutes. Yeah. What does that mean for professional wrestling when these guys' independence? uh you know this is not under the ring of honor banner this is completely the money of cody rhodes of the young bucks put into this uh event september 1st in chicago what does that mean that these guys were able to sell out ten thousand seats
1: it means wwe ain't the only game in town man <laughs> that's that's exactly what it means and uh so fun fun little note fun little story uh I was sitting with the Bruiser, and we were just chatting, and uh, we were like, I don't know, maybe like fifty feet away from them when they got the news of uh, the sellout, and got to see, um, got to see those guys get all excited and uh, be able to congratulate them and whatnot. So it was, it was pretty cool to see their raw uh, initial reaction to it when they, when they found out. So that was, that was pretty cool.
0: So you were like the first people to congratulate them.
1: Among them, I guess, yeah, technically,
0: <laughs> good move, Kingpin. Good
1: move. I like it, it. It was just, it was just cool to see them because they they put their asses on the line above above all else. That's three guys who uh, who put their asses on the line, their money on the line. They put their money where their mouth is, and boy, did they hit a freaking grand slam or what? And without without a single match announced.
0: Yeah, I mean, some great talent announced, but yeah, no matches announced, and. Were you at the press conference?
1: I was not, no.
0: No? You weren't invited, huh?
1: (laughs) No, why would I be invited to the press conference?
0: Well, you know, I mean, Flip Gordon found his way in. We talked about last week. It's either you or Flip that's getting on this show. Uh, Flip Gordon was at the press conference in disguise trying to weasel his way onto the show. You'd think that you'd try to do the same I mean, you made the nice move by congratulating them, trying to suck up to them and stuff like that. but you should have been there. You should have been there, made your presence known. Do a run in. Why not? or just or just
1: being a good person and uh, a good member of the locker room that that I occupy with them.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess
1: you <laughs> here here's you here are you giving me bullshit about how about shaking hands and all that crap. And then three guys who who I share a locker room with in, in Ring of Honor sell out a ten thousand seat arena and and now you give me crap for congratulating them. What do you want out of me?
0: No, I'm saying that was a great move to congratulate them.
1: <laughs> you're calling <it> ass kissing though.
0: <laughs> you got a few months. The uh, working on the long con here. I like it. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> I am not considering it a loss until the show happens and you're not on it, Brian.
1: The show happens and I'm in the same place as you are? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're watching it together via live stream or however they're going to do it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know, actually. They're talking about how there's so many different companies involved and contracts and such that they might not even be able to live stream this thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it would make sense because now the NWA is involved, Ring of Honor is involved. So, yeah, I don't know how that's all going to work.
0: I guess we'll have to stay tuned and see. I guess we
1: can't buy a ticket for it.
0: (laughs) I guess not. But what we we can do is listen to some podcasts from our pals that are going to be there. StarCast is the convention that's in conjunction with All In. And we know now that the New Age Insiders are going to be a part of it. Uh, Rant with Ant, who we used to be a brethren with on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. They're going to be there. Your girl Kelsey super kicking it with Kelsey. She's going to be there as well. And uh, so I guess if we can't be there, we can listen to these guys uh, who were there talking about it.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. And uh, I guess we're not (laughs) going to be one of those podcasts, huh?
1: I guess not. I guess we didn't pay the vendor license or whatever it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brian, come on now.
1: (laughs) What am I not supposed to peel back the curtain?
0: (laughs) Brian, Brian, Brian. B- I mean, you couldn't get that fee waved and just get us onto this thing. You can't get your, you're just worried about yourself, getting yourself onto the show. I understand.
1: I'm just worried about getting myself myself on Ring of Honor TV on a regular basis, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here I am just flapping the wind on my own here.
1: <laughs> flapping in the breeze.
0: <laughs> Something's flapping, all right. Uh, it's- moving on. John Cena and Nikki Bella, Brian Malonis.
1: What about it?
0: What's your take?
1: (laughs) I couldn't care less if you paid me. (laughs) If you offered me $1 million to care less than I do about this, I wouldn't be able to collect on the $1 million.
0: We could put that money towards getting into All In, though. (laughs) (laughs) brian 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 myself and mike mills you know that we are aficionados of total divas we talked about it in a special podcast available to mike mills subscribers at booking the territory you're starting Uh, a
1: third podcast now
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i mean maybe occasionally i don't know we haven't uh we haven't reconvened on that after the first one dropped. I guess maybe it wasn't that successful. But anyway, John Cena and Nikki Bella—they they broke up. Apparently, people are saying that it's it's a bloody work.
1: Mike Mills among them, I'm sure.
0: Yes, he, it's all a work to him. And uh, Nikki Bella is fighting back, saying that this is legit. And I, it's just so strange this whole the wrestling aspect of it, the reality TV aspect of it, and who knows who to believe? What do you believe?
1: I don't know. I'm sure it's probably just for the show, right?
0: I don't, I don't know. They talked about it on uh, new age insiders this weekend. And I think Jason thinks it's all uh, legit, but uh, my buddy, Bill Neville, he's uh, he thinks something's up. I I tend to agree with Bill Neville. This
1: is the problem with freaking 2018. Like, people give a crap about about that shit and then the royal wedding and like all this garbage (laughs) like why do you care why does anybody care wow god
0: it's like real life wrestling brother
1: oh it's it's horrid it's absolutely (laughs) horrid (laughs) all of it
0: all right brian i'll let you off the hook about uh, john cena and nikki bella best wishes to them in their future endeavors here um Oh, we got, a, we got a, a a kind of funny tweet from Golden Graham. He is at Mr. Bagshaw on Twitter. He says, confession time. While listening to at Two-Faced Pod, that is Kelsey's uh, podcast that she does with their friend Paul, her interview with Brian Malonis. He says, for the first five episodes listening to at the WPAN, I thought WPAN was a radio station they appeared on. Didn't even notice it was the initials of wrestling podcast <laughs> about nothing. W P A N. Yeah, w P A N. So, thank you for checking us out, Mr. Bagshaw. And uh, thank you for uh, Kelsey for asking you about the wrestling podcast about nothing when she was out there in uh, New Orleans talking to you in the Bruiser.
1: You are you are definitely uh, the pig vomit of the WPAN.
0: <laughs> much appreciated. I'll take that compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, he's a fine actor. Uh, BrianMalonis.com. That is the website. And I think the new version of the old version of the new version of the Kingpin <laughs> T-shirt will be coming soon to that store. But in the meantime...
1: Actually... What's that? <laughs> got an email from... Pro wrestling tees, and they they advise to not do the two sided unless you are are a high volume seller or a legend. Apparently, I, I fall, Apparently, they've never been to the New England area, my friend.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it will stay a one sided t shirt. I see. Unless I become a high volume seller, but that depends on uh, the fans, right?
0: Yeah, I guess so. So go to Brian Malonis.com and make sure you get your T-shirt, including the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing Curtain Jerker T-shirt, the official T-shirt of this podcast. Make sure you get that and fly those colors proud at your local independent wrestling shows. The Curtain Jerker WPAN T-shirt, part of Brian Malonis store at BrianMalonis.com. Another way to find it, though, is to go to our website, the podcast website, the WPAN.com. That is the thewpan.com. Click the merch tab, and that will link you also to the store. The website is not only where you can connect to the merch store, it is also where you can find the episodes, the links to subscribe, all the different locations where the WPAN can be found each and every Monday, and you can find our bios, photos from our career, The wpan.com our website, our hub, our home base.
1: How's that, how's that other design I uh, asked you about coming along, Mike?
0: Oh, that other design. That's, yeah. that's coming. How's that coming along? That's coming.
1: Oh boy! Should I just get somebody else to do it? Just be honest with me.
0: No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get on that, buddy. I'll get on that, uh, <laughs> and I'll let you know the the price shortly. Uh, putting Ooh. over podcasts. That is it's, the know, hey. If
1: it's if it's about two hundred bucks, why don't you pawn that fucking mixer I bought and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and keep the money from that. <laughs>
0: Putting Over Podcasts, Brian! The Facebook group and the podcast. Go to the Facebook group first, search Putting Over Podcasts on Facebook, join the group, and there you can get the link to the first ever, the pilot episode of Putting Over Podcasts with our buddy... Our Vantage Point's own Joe Murata. You can find out how he got into the podcast game, what he's doing with his show. Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, the first ever guest on the Putting Over Podcasts podcast and uh, perhaps more to come. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. There's been good feedback, very good feedback actually on that. So we'll see what happens with that in the future. I think I might do that and I would not do that weekly for sure, but uh, it might be a semi-regular a uh, fixture of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing podcast feed. So, of course, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, stay up with what's going on with the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Brian, this may have been a first. Talked about it at the top, but there was a segment recently that we did on the podcast that got universal praise, which is a first for me. And that felt pretty good. So we're going to do it again. Hopefully people will still like it and won't turn on it like they have everything else that I've done (laughs) for new segments here.
1: We'll we'll see. We'll see.
0: I have exhaustively poured through the results of a bunch of recent independent shows. Well, semi-recent, some of them and singled out funny, strange or interesting matches from these events. One match per show. Brian, The name of the game is, you will tell me if the wrestlers I've identified in these matches are Making Towns or Made Up Clowns.
1: Oh, this is back, huh?
0: It is back. Making Towns as in they are real independent pro wrestlers. This is a real result from a real show or Made Up Clowns, meaning it's a result that I just kind of threw out there. All right, Brian, Making Towns are made up clowns. Are you ready?
1: I am ready.
0: Here we go. Seattle, Washington. This is a four way tag team title match. The Hall Sisters defeated the team of Mint Conditioning and the Legion of Gloom and. the Romantic Nerds. Oh, boy. That is a four-way tag team title match. Took place in Seattle, Washington. You tell me, Kingpin. Are these guys making towns? Or are all these just made-up clowns?
1: Uh, I'm going to say made-up clowns.
0: Brian? oh for 1.
1: Uh, here we go.
0: Here we here go again. We go. Yes, uh, this might be the new dirty shuffle because I've got your number on this one. You've got my number on the other one, so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe this one will take uh, precedent. All right, here we go. Des Moines, Iowa, is the location of this independent show where the honor roll—that's a tag team comprised of Devin Carter and JT Energy defeated Tony Storm and Donnie Pepper Cricket. Boy. That is the honor roll versus Tony Storm and Donnie Pepper Cricket. These guys made up clowns, or are these guys making towns?
1: Well, last time I stuck with one way, so I'm not going to do that again. So these uh, these guys are making towns.
0: Okay, Brian. One and one. You are correct. All right. That is true.
1: Here we go. All right. I'm on a roll now, baby.
0: (laughs) Now we're heading all the way to Israel. Yes, an independent show in Israel where Mr. M defeated Black Mamba.
1: Kobe Bryant?
0: I don't know. It could be. I mean, he's retired from basketball, right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Little Lex Luger there for your ass. (laughs) Mr. M versus perhaps the Black Mamba. Making towns, made up clowns, my friend.
1: I'm going to say making towns, Mike.
0: And you'd be correct.
1: All right. I think I got your number, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two and one now. All right. Let's move on. Back to the States to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Here we go. This tag team match saw Remy Levy or Levy and Santana Diamonds defeat the sexy, talented dudes. And those are Lee Ryans and Chest Flexor is the gentleman's name, apparently. That's Remy Levy and Santana Diamonds versus the sexy, talented dudes of Lee Ryan's and Chest Flexor. Hmm. Would you say they're making towns, or would you say they're made-up clowns?
1: Mike, I'm going to go ahead on this one say made-up clowns.
0: And you're going to go ahead and be wrong. Oh, two and two the sexy talented dudes are indeed just that sexy they're talented they're (laughs) dudes and they wrestled in williamsport pennsylvania all right brian we move to the west coast to san diego california for this independent show where super tiger defeated el guapo Ooh, what I guess Rich, Rich Garces, Gar- Rich Garces <laughs> <laughs> came out of the Red Sox bullpen and went straight to uh, San Diego. Put on a mask, I guess, and became El Guapo.
1: Mike, I got to, I got to tell you, buddy. I, uh, I once owned a Rich Garces Red Sox T-shirt that said El Guapo on the back.
0: <laughs> I know this very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. So Super Tiger defeated El Guapo. Rich Garces. It has to be him. Making towns or made-up clowns? I'm
1: going to say, well, I mean, I know Rich Garces is a real person, so I'm going to say making towns.
0: And Brian Malonis, they're made-up clowns. Son of a
1: bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: we're two and three now. As (sighs) As we get into the last few here. Brian, we're going from San Diego, California to friggin' Singapore.
1: Singapore? There's independent wrestling in Singapore?
0: Apparently so. And this is a five way elimination match. And tell me how this happened. This thing ended in a no contest. A five way elimination that ends in a no contest between Alexis Lee, Crystal, Jane Foo, Jisbee, <laughs> <laughs> and Poppy. Five way
1: elimination that ends in a no contest.
0: Yes. Featuring Jisby
1: and Poppy. Is this WCW?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I could probably assume that uh, you know, Poppy was a little sloppy.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say, Mike, I'm gonna say making towns.
0: And you'd be correct.
1: All right. So we're back to five hundred.
0: Yes, you are. Three All and three. Right.
1: Why are you getting upset?
0: I, I, I'm i not upset. I'm not upset. I'm just still perplexed by Jisbee. I mean, Poppy's making stains and couches. Jisbees making <laughs> other stains <laughs> in other places. All right,
1: Brian. I'm sure you've made a few of those in your day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> More than a few, my friend. <laughs> All right. Port Ritchie, Florida Port is Ritchie. our next locale. Port Richie, where the Dirty Triplets—I'm <laughs> <laughs> loving it already—defeated Jake Jones, Josh Grady, and Richie Pepperfield, and they are accompanied Brian, by Coach Kid, and Mr. Baseball. Because why wouldn't they be? Is, it, is that Bob Uecker, Mr. Baseball? <laughs> yes. He's back in wrestling. All right. <laughs> so the Dirty Triplets jake jones josh grady richie pepperfield with coach kid and mr baseball making towns or made up clowns
1: hmm that's a lot of names for you to to make up so but maybe that's what you want me to think this is getting serious now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty and uh oh i'm i'm gonna say making towns mike
0: making towns you are correct
1: All right, yeah, I knew you were too lazy to make up like eight names.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian, here we go. Moving on to Finland. Yes, there's wrestling in Finland as well. Unbelievable, isn't
1: that where Ludwig Borgas from?
0: (laughs) It sure is. It sure is. Tony Halmy, if you will. In this match, however, Starbuck—that's a singular (laughs)
1: Starbuck—defeated
0: Demolition Davies. Starbuck beat demolition Davies in Finland making towns or made up clowns
1: I'm gonna say making towns Mike demolition Davies is a real guy
0: you're correct do you know demolition Davies
1: not not at
0: all <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he looks like what does he wear does he have the whole <laughs> sm gimmick demolition Davies know.
1: You should be more worried about the fact that I'm whooping your ass at your own game.
0: Uh, Well, not exactly whooping my ass, my friend. Come on now. (laughs) And I wonder what Starbuck wears to the ring. What's his deal?
1: I picture like Starman from the NES uh, pro wrestling video game.
0: Huh. I just pictured a guy looking like a barista. (laughs) Perhaps. I I like it. All right. Finally. This is it, Kingpin. This is it. We go to Los Angeles, California, where Darwin Finch, Hobo, and Zicky Dice defeated Fidel Bravo, Hot Diggity Dog, and hmm, Phil Cosby. (laughs) Oh... So you got your Fidel Bravo, you got your hot diggity dog, and you got your Phil Cosby. <laughs> well,
1: oh boy, you know I was thinking made-up clowns, but we know that uh, independent wrestling promotions love topical, terrible, in poor taste gimmicks. Um. <laughs> I feel like uh, there's probably some inappropriate uh, stuff that goes on with Phil Cosby, so I'm I'm gonna say making towns. I, I was I was think I was leaning made up clowns until you came with the Phil Cosby, and I was like, oh no, that's probably real. Sadly,
0: <laughs> you're correct.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> oh God. I can only imagine. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine the type of bullshit that they have this Phil Cosby character do on the whatever independent shows he's on?
0: Yeah, just like dropping things in uh, drinks. Uh,
1: God, I'm sure it's so fucking horrendous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got a nice sweater with a terrible pattern on it. Anything to not have to buy real wrestling gear. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Uh, you get a nice uh, Jell-O pudding pop for your efforts there tonight, Kingpin.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, I doubled you up on that one, buddy.
0: You did well, my friend. Making Towns, Made Up Clowns. That is the game. Let us know what you think on Twitter at the WPAN. Use the hashtag WPAN. Give us your thoughts on the game. Give us your thoughts on this entire episode. Use that hashtag, as I mentioned, WPAN. And the best way to give us your feedback about everything going on in the wrestling podcast about nothing universe. It's a universe now, I guess. Ooh, all right. It is through the voicemail line. Get your voicemail in. We'll play it on the podcast. The number 401-584-9726. That 401 584 WPAN. Get your voicemail in. We'll put your voice on this show. It's the best way to get in contact with us, the best way to provide your feedback. So call the voicemail line 401 584 9726. Booking the territory, we're going to talk more about Mike Mills in just a moment, but check out his podcast. Sundays is the Smoky Mountain Show. We'll have something to say about Smoky Mountain in just a second. And Thursdays, their flagship show, MikeMills.Podbean.com. Become a patron. You can hear the episode of me talking about Total Divas with Mr. Mills. Booking the Territory, anywhere you get your podcasts. And the northern version of the southern Booking the Territory podcast is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Joe Morata and Michael Quinn break down Retro Wrestling each and every Monday. So check out ovppodcast.com for more on that. And they're available, of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, greetings from Allentown with PW, Peter Winson, Every Thursday, check out Peter as he reviews a single episode of Wrestling Television and breaks it down in ways you couldn't even imagine. Check out <laughs> Greetings from Allentown, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, or on the Pro Wrestling Only feed on Place to Be Nation. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart and all the rest at rundown podcast on twitter make sure you subscribe and get this stuff that's going on all week long on the rundown wrestling podcast feed brian malonis today's wrestling landscape is really crowded my friend there's just like so much out there and i'm not just talking about wwe though there's a ton of that in and of itself there's so many independent promotions all over the country it almost kind of gives you the feeling like the territories are back. Almost, would you feel the same way?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think to an extent. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment.
0: Especially after we just talked about with uh, all in, that's like another major thing popping up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible right now. Um, you know, all in being kind of the uh, the the cherry on top of everything, but it's uh, it's really incredible. Um, you know to see what's been going on and and you're right it's it's weird it's like it's like like this territory system exists but doesn't exist it, it it's it's weird but it's um the independents are alive and well my friend
0: I mean just going through that stuff from making towns and made up clowns just wrestling in Israel and Finland everywhere and, and like it's hard it's hard to find these weird, bad names and stuff like that because there's so many good names. and so much good talent out there and good wrestling shows that it's kind of hard to do that thing. But yeah, there's just independent wrestling happening everywhere and drawing great crowds is evident by the, of course, the all-in sellout. But Brian, today on the podcast, we're going to look back at what someone referred to as the last territory of the old system, Jim Cornette's smoky mountain wrestling and i mentioned mike mills from booking the territory he's been talking about smoky mountain on his sunday podcast for a while and he's always recommending that we check it out so we're ready to do it plus brian doesn't want to talk about anything uh modern besides ring of honor so we have to do something right
1: (laughs) i i gave you the option if you wanted to replace me on certain episodes so you could talk wwe
0: oh brian you're irreplaceable my friend
1: Well, this is true, but I mean, you know, if you want to talk WWE, you're free to do so with somebody else.
0: Okay, I guess I'll just start watching again then. (laughs) 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 All right, Brian, we sat down, we did watch something WWE, well, it was on the WWE Network, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, I believe it was July 23rd, was that the episode, 1994?
1: Yes, it was.
0: It was happening.
1: <laughs> it sure was.
0: Let me take you through it, Kingpin. You can weigh in with your thoughts as well.
1: Oh, I have plenty of thoughts. I even took notes, Michael. Not wow. the copious, yeah, even not the copious notes that uh, that you take, but uh, some just some reminders along the way so I can chime in.
0: All right. Well, this episode starts with footage from last week of Jimmy Cornette sitting in front of what looks to be the original IBM computer. It's like this old school computer that you haven't seen in like 40 years. But he is saying that they have two six-man tag team matches coming up with uh, Cornette on one side and a bunch of guys on the other side, Tracy Smothers, Bullet Bob Armstrong, and they announced that Road Warrior Hawk is going to be the third man against, <laughs> as we find out, it's going to be Terry and Dory Funk and Bruiser Bedlam. That is a six-man tag team match. And, uh, of course, they then go to a promo with some others. Armstrong and their corner man, who's going to be Ron Wright. And they talk about what's going on. There's going to be a coward waves, the flag match. Yeah, gonna so be is, a, he,
1: is he going to wave the flag, Mike?
0: He's not going to wave that flag. He's going to dip it in concrete, my friend. <laughs> and then hit Jim Carnot over the head with it. <sighs> so they do this Colonel
1: Sanders himself
0: <laughs> Yeah. so they do this this is uh, this guy is uh, one of the patron saints of booking the territory they love this guy Ron Wright apparently he cuts great promos
1: yeah I would say I, I don't know he stumbled a little bit over his words here and I, I think he was struggling with the well, like I got it right now but I'm not even going to need it and I'm going to dip it in concrete and like we get it they're not going to quit you're not going to weigh the flag
0: <laughs> yes. And this being shown at the beginning of the show really is just perplexing because they basically do promos again later in the show that basically says the exact same thing. They could have gone without this.
1: Yeah, it's it is the it's not basically the exact same thing. It is the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, so, okay, we'll move on to the actual open of the show. They are in Warrensville, North Carolina. Uh, looks like a very full high school gym of some sort, which is, you know, standard for independent small-time wrestling in this day and age, 1994. Looks like garbage on TV. Looks like garbage?
1: Yeah, I think it looks like garbage on TV.
0: I, th- I thought it looked great. They have those huge bleachers that go all the way to the ceiling. You thought it looked great? Fans everywhere, Yeah.
1: So it was, oh my God, really? Why? All right. I mean, it's it's a high school gym. <laughs> I
0: mean, right. They have fans from the floor to the ceiling in front of the least, hard cam.
1: There's at least 450 people there. All right.
0: Brian, well, how long did you work in the Independence? Why, why are you putting down <laughs> a, a group? I mean, it's a... This is it, a
1: television it, product. It looked like garbage on television. <laughs>
0: Brian, we shot TV at the Lowell PAV with 120 yeah. people,
1: and it looked like garbage.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> uh,
1: I, I think it, it looked then, t- wrestling. I mean, especially now, pro wrestling fans are conditioned for for to watch television to seeing a certain thing, and even at that point, they're conditioned to seeing big arenas or i mean you know that was still the the beginning of monday night raw i think they probably moved out of the manhattan center by that point but even the manhattan center shot much better than a high school gym
0: i thought it looked as good as it could possibly look in this, I, these oh, circumstances Oh, okay
1: i agree i agree with that it looked as good as a high school gym on tv possibly could
0: thank you i think you're agreeing with me or who knows? But anyway, Bob Coddle and Les Thatcher are the announcers for the show, and they kind of uh, Les kind of stumbles a little bit through his opening spiel. They mention a bunch of stuffs coming up. Uh, the gangsters will be here, and these two lily white guys are really bad at saying the gangsters. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't roll off their tongues. But anyway, they send it to the ring for the opening contest, which is Scott Studd. Versus the suicide blonde Chris Candido, who is accompanied by Timmy Fitch, of course, the future Sonny, Chris uh, Candido, the future Skip.
1: My note on Sonny is just yes. Sunny, and then followed by about 10 of the little yellow emoji with like the heart eyes and stuff. Oh my <laughs> God. Before she was completely tainted and just beaten down by life.
0: <laughs> A much simpler time, yes. Uh,
1: before never mind <laughs> <laughs> before she got to
0: chaotic wrestling is that we're gonna say <laughs>
1: something along those lines
0: <laughs> nice gal nice gal i'll say that much so this match scott stud who by the way is scotty riggs
1: yeah, I was going to I had that though. No. Is that Scotty Riggs? <laughs>
0: it is. It is indeed. And Chris Candido is for the Beat the Champ TV title, which I'd never really what understood. What it? uh, Apparently, it's something like they put two guys in the ring, and the winner is the Beat the Champ TV title holder, and if they successfully defend that five times they get a five thousand dollar bonus or something like that there's no chip it's not defended as a traditional tv title and it's very uh i don't know it doesn't kind of they could make a lot of sense though
1: like what if you're somebody like us or what even back in the day what if you stumbled across this for the first time like you would have no freaking idea like what is going on
0: yeah and there's no real emotion when this guy apparently wins the tv title well spoiler it's chris candido but he wins the so-called tv title and there's no pomp and circumstances no belt there's literally no title to be presented to candido so it just kind of ends up looking like a match really
1: yeah it was a good match too like i actually i really enjoyed the match
0: And Candido is just going nuts. Of course, he's the heel in this, but he does a somersault plancha. He does a leg drop off the second rope, and he finishes it with a superplex off the top. So uh, it's not exactly heel-like. I I would think someone like Cornette might poo-poo something like that, the heel doing all these fancy dance moves.
1: Well, I think we're, we're going to probably talk about here shortly uh, what Jim Cornette was busy doing. So.
0: <laughs> Scott Studd did a couple of drop kicks in. It was basically a squash, I would say, in favor of Chris Candido, who is the new, once again, beat the champ TV title holder. And yes, from here we go to Jim Cornette promo number two. He's a great talker, Mm -hmm. Jim Cornette. He's fantastic. He talks about Hawk, uh, Road Warrior Hawk, who was announced last week as his opponent. And Hawk and Cornette have a history. Uh, Jim Cornette was part of the scaffold match at Starcade, the Night of the Skywalkers, where Cornette fell off the scaffold uh, thanks to Hawk from the Road Warriors. And he severely injured himself. He was never really the same in terms of his knees and such. But uh, they kind of use this as motivation for, uh, for this whole angle and uh, the six-man tag team match. And he calls Hawk an attempted murderer while he is standing next to Bruiser Bedlam. Who
1: did you did you notice that they used like some Crockett promotions? for Yes, yes. <laughs> which I was like, oh, that there's no way that's authorized. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thankfully, now it's on the WWE Network, which they own everything. So, but at the time, I'm sure, yeah, they kind of just snuck that on the air, and we're just kind of like hoping no one noticed.
1: Hopefully, one of the 175 people watching at home didn't didn't turn them in. Oh, Brian,
0: come on now! At least those 400 that were in the building were watching themselves on TV. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so we failed to mention that from the beginning of the show they were, uh, Jim Cornette and Bruiser Bretham, I should say, were protesting at ringside. They were on strike because of the announcement of Road Warrior Hawk was unfair to them. They are somehow part of a of a union they have claimed to be part of a union the f-i-t-e the fight union i guess is what they're talking about here and they for throughout this first match they are at ringside walking around with signs and that is when les thatcher stops them after the match is complete with candido and scott stud and cornet talks about hawk being an attempted murderer and of course the guy next to him bruiser bedlam and let me just run down this guy's rap sheet Bruiser Bradley, his name is Ion Kroitoru or Kroitoru, I should say. He was a member of Satan's Choice, a biker gang. He was convicted of assault, trafficking cocaine, and bombing a police station. Hmm. In 2005, he was arrested for the murder of a lawyer and her husband. After a lengthy investigation, the charges were dropped because of insufficient evidence. And he then worked as a security guard until he was arrested in May 2009 for conspiracy to commit murder. And he was charged in 2011 in connection with the 2008 killing of a man in Burnaby, British Columbia. He pled guilty to this uh, conspiracy to commit murder. And he was sentenced to 13 years in prison, which was reduced to four years and eight months after factoring in time served. And uh, he died in 2017, last year.
1: Sounds like a great guy.
0: A great gentleman. And uh, mm-hmm. Cornette has the uh, unmitigated call to call Hawk an attempted murderer. <laughs> but anyway, they go to commercial after that promo from Cornette to come back to a pre-tape promo with Terry Funk, Bruiser Bedlam, <laughs> Dory Funk Jr., and who?
1: Oh, Jim Cornette. This is promo number three. For Jim Cornette in 12 minutes of broadcasting. You know, I think Jim Cornette is one who's pretty outspoken about Vince Russo. Am I correct with that? I would say so. Okay, so Jim Cornette, I don't think, can ever bitch about. You, know, you hear about the genius of Jim Cornette in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, but... He's done this, doing the same thing that Vince Russo did. That that they bitch about the McMahon's doing. That they bitched about Eric Bischoff doing. He's the owner of the company, or one of the guy, one of the owners of the company. He's got the book, and he gives himself the most TV time. He's the same as every other Booker ever. Sorry, sorry, it's true.
0: <laughs> well, at least he's an authority figure, Brian.
1: I'll, I'll I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But he <laughs> writes himself into tv or into onto his television program as much as any of the other guys that he i'm sure he's probably bitched about on his podcast
0: well brian this promo terry funk is on fire just uh goman man is bruiser bedlam i mean he's not great but he keeps it short and then they go to dory funk jr who got zero of the charisma from the funk family when all all of it went to terry funk obviously watching this promo dory funk i mean people uh say he's a great wrestler i haven't seen a lot of dory funk jr i'm sure he was he's a former nwa world champion but on the microphone he is like yeah
1: <laughs> how about terry funk just posing for the last like two and a half minutes of this promo
0: <laughs> he's uh he's trying to keep the attention of the people once dory funk goes into his <laughs> uh in his monotone diatribe
1: he posed longer than our buddy diva lover <laughs> <laughs>
0: diva lover he's a fine gentleman love that guy go look <laughs> yes. him up. go look him up diva lover <laughs>
1: But Terry Funk, I think that's I think that's where he stole the uh, the pose, holding the pose uh, from is Terry Funk in this <laughs> promo.
0: So then, after Dory Funk Jr. speaks, we're going to Jim Cornette, and he goes, and he goes, and he goes.
1: <laughs>
0: Goodness, he talks a lot.
1: Well, I mean, he had to get it in here because he I mean, he didn't talk at all the rest of the uh, the rest of the show, so.
0: That's true. That's true. So then they cut from this pre-taped Cornette promo back to the building, and Les Thatcher is there with Jim Cornette. (laughs) He asks Jim Cornette about the Jim Cornette promo we just saw. (laughs) Right? Yep. So
1: my next note is, Cornette promo number four.
0: (laughs) Yes, another 3 minutes of straight Jim Cornette speaking. What were you thinking about at this point of the show?
1: Uh, I was thinking I don't want to hear Jim Cornette talk anymore.
0: Well, uh, thankfully, Tracy Smothers, Brad Armstrong, and Ron Wright chase them off. They are no longer going to be on strike because they were chased off by those gentlemen, and those three introduce a pre-taped promo from Road Warrior Hawk who seem to be having a lot of fun with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was what it was. He didn't set the uh, world on fire, but it was at least it wasn't another Jim Cornette promo. Could you imagine a Jim Cornette promo come back to a live Jim Cornette promo, throw it to another taped Jim Cornette promo?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have put a pass to my friend. All right, (laughs) next up, Chris Hamrick. Yes, Chris Hamrick and Anthony Michaels on the other side of the ring. The gangsters making their Smoky Mountain wrestling debut, New Jack and Mustafa Saeed. What do you think?
1: Uh, what do you think uh, members of the crowd were saying to them, Mike, uh, as they entered? Do you think there was any uh, derogatory language, any hate speech going on in the south at that point?
0: Oh, I wouldn't. I mean, no, not at all. I wouldn't no. think
1: so. <laughs> oh boy i I, I so there's there's a, there's a couple of things in here that i that i made a note that just well one one of them before the match and then then one after the match that just don't age very well
0: what was the first one before the match
1: the, the uh the getting the the referee patting them down
0: yes that was the- <laughs> it was
1: just like oh boy like oh man i can't imagine if that was done today Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah, so the
0: referee goes to check them, and they turn their backs and put their hands on the ropes. So the the like criminal would on yes, a, you know, if they were getting arrested. On the hood of a, a police car, car, yeah. So then the match begins. These guys, the gangsters, rough around the edges. Uh, at one point, Mustafa whips Hamrick with the wrong arm. Uh, <laughs> whips him off the throats by the wrong arm. So, uh, yeah, these guys got some work to do, but I guess they're not here for for their wrestling prowess as you could tell from the finish because it's kind of a almost nasty boys ask in that it's a power slam from Mustafa Saeed and then new Jack comes off the top rope, but new Jack's foot slips as he jumps off. I think he was going for a splash, But he jumps off, and just as he does so, one of his feet comes out from under him, and it ends up kind of looking like a headbutt off the top, but it looks more like he just kind of took a header on the mat, like right next to the guy. (laughs) And thankfully, it looked decent enough, or it looked like, uh, theoretically, his head could have hit the guy's sternum. So they pinned him from there, and that was the end of the match. And the announcer says, the winner of this match... The gangsters.
1: So yeah, <laughs> gonna emphasize the a at the end.
0: Yes. So we go to a promo with New Jack and Mustafa, and how amazing is it to see New Jack with like basically a clean forehead?
1: I know. Other than that though, he looks like the friggin' exact same. Like the like the dude hasn't aged. He's like Arn Anderson.
0: <laughs> so you like the shout out to OJ Brian?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes this is
0: 1994
1: oh i'm talking about he goes oj keep up the good work two less we gotta worry about and i was like oh man
0: yeah just talking about if you know if this was a few years ago we'd be strung up and blah, blah 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 blah
1: yeah this is not again this does not age well at all like if if they did this on tv now it would be front page news. It would be WWE would lose their television deal. They'd be off the air. Just forget about it. <laughs> I, I, I while I was waiting for you, I skipped ahead uh, to the next episode, which was like from the night of legends or whatever. And the gangsters are coming out and there's two kids holding the Confederate flag in the gangsters face. <laughs> Like just proudly waving it right in their face, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like, <laughs> I, I can't even believe WWE leaves it on the network.
0: That's what to I was gonna say. It. Yeah, it's like it, almost <laughs> to the point where you think, like, is this should this be on here?
1: Oh, it's cringe its cringeworthy knowing the way society is today. It's just like, oh, I don't think I should be seeing this. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, there's definitely caused waves in uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The gangsters, uh, definitely something different. They go from there to Les Thatcher talking about the Night of Legends, as you mentioned. The Night of Legends was coming up on August 5th to Knoxville, and yeah, Les we Thatcher, little old
1: Whitey Caldwell.
0: We sure did. Les Thatcher wearing a shirt that kind of looks like the curtains of my parents' house.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh in there also some terrible audio editing and believe me I know, I know terrible audio editing. I know terrible audio editing. I know terrible audio editing.
1: You do plenty of it.
0: Thank you. So uh yeah, let's let's move on from there to the next tag team match on the docket. Brian Logan.
1: Yes, I did see Brian Logan. Brian Logan looking a little beefy
0: <laughs> here. He <laughs> he has cut up quite a bit since then in chaotic wrestling.
1: Yes, and Uh, gotten younger, amazingly.
0: (laughs) So Brian Logan and Steve Skyfire versus the Thrill Seekers, Lance Storm and Chris Jericho. This is both gentlemen's first foray into the United States. They're, of course, uh, from Canada. Chris Jericho from Winnipeg and Lance Storm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And the finish of this match, Brian, I would describe it as Lance vaulting Jericho over his head Sending Jericho dick first into Brian Logan. And
1: then sitting on his head.
0: <laughs> basically. Uh, I don't think this is the way that this is supposed to go. But I guess this is kind of, you know, the last match. New Jack slipped and they just said, eh, it's the finish. And this time, I guess it looked devastating enough. He basically sat on his face. I guess, you know, this is devastating enough. This will be the three count. Why not? Let's go with this.
1: Yeah, the finish was very abrupt.
0: Definitely was, and definitely looked like they were building these guys up to be like the next Rock and Roll Express, Jericho and Storm.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it, it's fun to see, um, you know, knowing what what they've become. It's it's fun seeing you know Jericho and Lance Storm at this point in their careers.
0: Yeah, very 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 young, uh, obviously. And uh, we cut to a pre-tape promo, Brian. Oh, who is it? Well, it's the Heavenly Bodies.
1: No, uh, just the Heavenly Bodies?
0: Well, you know. (laughs) Well, you know.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fucking fuck. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: Jim Cornette is back.
1: Uh, He's worse than like Russo and all of them. (laughs) Holy shit. Five fucking promos on the (laughs) same show from the same heel manager. (laughs) And didn't say fuck all in any of the promos. It wasn't like these are like, none of them were like super memorable Jim Cornette promos either. They weren't, you know, uh, they weren't like all timers either. They were just fucking holy shit.
0: Yeah, Cornette knows how to talk, obviously, but he doesn't know how to keep it tight.
1: <laughs> no, he, he, and this Heavenly Bodies promo just drones on and, on and on and on and on and on and on, and they just all say a bunch of nothing, and then he has like this weak ass closing line, like like thrill seekers, you better be ready, or something like that. It's just like, <laughs> wait, you talked for eight minutes, and that's the best close you came up with?
0: Yeah, he, he address like each person in the matches individually. Uh, it's just, yeah, it went just way too long especially knowing that, yeah, four other promos with this gentleman were on this show. Do you really need another one? This one looked like, by the way, it was filmed at uh WWF studios. Like it's filmed, it was filmed backstage.
1: Yeah. It was the best looking thing they did, uh, all night, much better than the next promo we see, which is Terry Bam Bam Gordy, just hanging out in his living room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, before that, they went back to the thrill secrets who, uh,
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot about the Thrill Seekers promo.
0: Yeah, they talked about the Heavenly Bodies are actually... The whole deal is the Heavenly Bodies are in the in the WWF and they've been forced to come back to face the Thrill Seekers who basically uh, the Heavenly Bodies beat up not too long ago. So they're going to get their revenge coming up soon.
1: Even Jericho then at this early point in his career, you know, very good promo. Um, you just see it's, it's... Again, it's fun to see guys of that caliber at the very beginning of their career and you know, you can, you can see even at that point, you know, especially with Jericho, with the promo, you know, you can you can see it there. It's, it's, there's clearly something, you know, something there.
0: And Lance Storm, basically the same as far as promos.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, the Terry Gordy promo, which was next.
1: It looks like he just woke up.
0: <laughs> well, at this point, he was a little, uh, there's something, or an overdose or something where he, Came back and he wasn't the same guy, uh, hmm. so he yeah he was a little worse for wear, and he was talking into a look like a drinking straw, <laughs> <laughs> yes. like one of those bendy straws. Like, why would you put this on TV? I don't know, I don't know. But he's going to be coming up.
1: We're about to learn everything we really need to know about Smoky Mountain
0: Wrestling. Why is that?
1: TL Hopper is the heavyweight champion. <laughs>
0: No, Brian it is not TL Hopper.
1: It is TL the- Hopper. That is TL Hopper.
0: Well, he's known at this point as the Dirty White Boy.
1: Excuse me, to- Toilet Lid Hopper.
0: <laughs> we did find out that was his actual name.
1: No, I, I, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm obviously joking. I'm not, I'm not ripping on. He didn't obviously want to be TL Hopper. And <laughs> was 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 a, a good wrestler saddled with a. Dog shit. Well, I guess it's human shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the human shit was at the bottom of the pool. Remember at SummerSlam? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, the dirty white boy, uh, somebody Mountain champion, not a bad promo. He's, you know, he can get the, the job done. Mike, big question though, is did he ever work with the gangsters? Because that would be like, that's like peanut butter and jelly right there. The dirty white boy and the gangsters. <laughs>
1: Um I I don't feel comfortable commenting on this <laughs> Okay.
0: We better move on then. Finally on the show, we go to a videotape of last week's Beat the Champ TV title match between Brian Lee with Chris Candido and Tammy Fitch. Which they and- said it
1: was vacant and, and clearly there was a finish in this match and they never explain like that that it why it was vacant.
0: Yeah, well, Tracy Someothers was the opponent for Brian Lee. Maybe it was the fact that Tracy others got his fifth win, as I mentioned earlier. I, I I just looked that up, and after you get five wins, apparently it becomes vacant. That might have been the case. Oh, Jesus. Don't ask me, well, but that might have been took, the case. Good,
1: good thing they, they couldn't take out one Jim Cornette promo to explain that to us.
0: you gotta have those Jim Cornette promos in there Uh,
1: all five of them
0: (laughs) so the rock and roll express gets involved in the matchup and smothers ends up winning uh so he is the beat the champ tv title holder i guess and yeah who the fuck knows bob cobble couldn't even (laughs) explain this thing we go to tammy fitch live for a promo with candido and brian lee uh, they are the Smokey Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champions, by the way, Candido and Brian Lee. And apparently, Timmy Fitch agreed to put her hair on the line against the Rock and Roll Express.
1: Yes, yes, she did. I like how she does the uh, – it's definitely – it, it's it's a mistake that uh, you see a lot of young people make You know, when you're early in wrestling promos. Like she says like the, I stopped conditioning my hair to and – the, and then she kind of like catches herself saying she has like ugly hair when she's not really supposed to be saying she has ugly hair. Well, yeah. It's still nicer hair. Than, like it, it, so you, it's like you, you paint yourself into a corner verbally and then you have to like awkwardly backpedal on what you said.
0: Yeah, so she says she stopped conditioning her hair for three days to make it ugly. So, so when if they shave it, they don't get the satisfaction. the The logic is a little, a little awkward in my book.
1: That didn't matter what she was saying though. Uh, Sunny was just something else here.
0: Yeah, she was uh, definitely. I think she's early twenties. Uh, she didn't have the enhancements that she would later get. But she was, uh, yes, a a lovely young lady, and cut a pretty good promo here. A little, you could tell she was still green uh, as far as in the business. But I mean, I always thought she was one of the best promos from the female side, possibly of all time.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that.
0: So uh, she walks off the show in a huff because something with her hair, and who knows? And she probably just kind of ran out of things to say. So she left and uh, Candido and Brian Lee chaser and Bob Coddle signs off for Smoky Mountain Wrestling for July 23rd, 1994 and Brian Malonis. This was recommended to us. This episode in particular recommended to us by booking the territory's own Mike Mills, our good friend. What do you have to say to our friend, Mike Mills?
1: Well, I don't know if he's my friend anymore after, after sitting through that really <laughs> I don't I don't I don't get the I mean so it's fun to see some of these guys at the beginning of their careers but like as far as just a a product and watching it it sucked it was not good it was garbage whoa it had just as much talking it, like the ratio of talking to wrestling uh, was was horrendous and it it, it You know, this the same type of person who bitches about all all they do is talk on Monday Night Raw. They never wrestle. Is the same moron who will defend this program, and it was the same ratio: was ninety percent talking, ten percent wrestling, and and of the ninety percent talking, ninety percent of that ninety percent was Jim Cornette talking. Uh, So you talk people who bitch about the McMahons putting themselves on TV or Vince Russo or Eric Bischoff. Jim Cornette did the very same thing with Smoky Mountain Wrestling. This sucked. This was not a, and and maybe maybe this is a bad episode to to watch. I, I I don't know. I guess I can't judge it all by one episode. But if this is an indication of what Smoky Mountain wrestling is, good God, what is the hubbub about? Other than they have some talented performers in it.
0: Well, I'm sure we will hear from Mike Mills from Brooklyn the Territory. Get his response <laughs> to your the, to the charges you've levied. And are you saying that the peace treaty is off with you and Mike Mills? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, that's up to him, but uh, yeah, this stunk. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, I, we we joke about like Crockett promotions or Mid Atlantic or things like that, but this is true junk. Like this is garbage.
0: I mean, I think I had a little more enjoyment out of it than you did. Like, it's like, like, it's like you like it's said, like,
1: it's it's a, you're you're one for trashing ECW. The the production value and all of it was worse than ECW
0: garbage. Oh, Did
1: you oh. see the canvas they were using? All duct taped up, looking like shit.
0: <laughs> what about the transition? I, I neglected to mention the transition from the Heavenly Bodies promo to the Thrill Seekers promo. There was like this 1980s, like it almost looks like a game of asteroids, like this transition from one thing to the next. And then the other promo came into the frame. It was a really cheesy, like looked like from 1986 video animation that took place between these two promos. It looked, yeah, that was a pretty uh, sad.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was not good. It was not good.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i think i enjoyed it a little more than you it's great to see the well, um
1: i enjoyed the novelty of some of it like i enjoyed, kind of enjoyed right. the novelty of seeing candido and and the thrill seekers and the gangsters and just seeing them all these guys who went on to bigger and better things so early in their careers and sunny so that part the novelty of that is fun but just as like just looking at it as like a wrestling program you thought this had any redeeming quality
0: uh, it was rough. Okay, I'll
1: admit it. <laughs> thank, thank you.
0: You try to give it the benefit of the doubt, but god damn, Jim Cornette for crying out loud. <laughs> give someone else the stick. <laughs>
1: Fuck! <laughs> All right, he's back. What,
0: what do you have to say for yourself, Mike Mills? Let us know. Call the voicemail line. Do something. <laughs> we'll get you on the horn here. Let us know. Defend yourself. Defend your position. Defend Smokey Mountain Wrestling. I dare you. All right, Brian. <laughs> it's time for this week's promo but nothing. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean? BDARadio.com. What does the BDA stand for? Bucks declining our appeal? Yes, Brian, we're appealing to the young Bucks. We're appealing to Cody. We're appealing to anyone. The Kingpin is the toast of Chicago. We know this after your visit last week. Bring him back for all in. Why? You want to know why? Because BDA Radio has the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. Have a super click party at BDARadio.com. So listen up, young bucks. Come on. (laughs) Kickpits here. He's ready.
1: Oh, um I'm I'm ready, baby.
0: Oh, you're ready. It is promo on nothing time, Brian. The year 2008. And we go to total nonstop action wrestling TNA. Jeremy Borash is standing by with a comatose shark boy. Let's take a listen to this week's promo about nothing.
1: I am still here bedside
0: at the home of Shark Boy. As you can see, the family is still here. Dr. Fishman's still here. Nurse Bass is still here as well. Unfortunately, things do not look good Guys, at I, this point. Eric I Young. I am as fast as I could. Oh my God. I'm sharky. You can't go out like this, man. You got to fight. All the great fish fought. Nemo, Charlie, my goldfish, pork chop. The big tuna, Mr. Limpet, Spongebob. He's not really a fish, but he he does live under the sea. What about Jaws? He fought to the bitter end, man. He grinded it out until he got blown up and his guts went flying everywhere. But but he fought to the bitter end. You gotta fight, Sharky. We gotta help him. Maybe maybe he needs some water. I'll get him. guys, his eyes are open. His eyes are open. Look at Sharky. Are you okay? Shh
1: shh! Shark Boy, do you have something that you want to say? Well, hell yeah. The next time you stick that thermometer up my ass, there's going to be hell to pay you, son of a
0: bitch. And that's the bottom line, because Shark Boy said so. Oh my God! It's America! What the? Holy mackerel! Holy mackerel! Holy mackerel! Holy mackerel, indeed. Boy. Brian, you get it though, there? Dr. Fishman was there.
1: <laughs> Nurse Bass. Yeah. This is quite a scene.
0: It is quite a scene. You got to check out the video. Uh, of course, you can get the link in the description of this episode. Uh, what? You can get it in the description of this episode. What? Oh, Brian, how dare you? <laughs> so, yes. Shark Boy. This is the origin of Shark Boy as. Stone Cold.
1: Yeah, uh, I never knew the origin of. Uh, I just I remember Sharkboy doing Stone Cold, but uh, I didn't know the origin of it. I didn't realize the origin actually was worse than the than the bit itself.
0: Come on, <laughs> it's fun.
1: <laughs> uh, God, <laughs> yeah. You know what's fun? Stone Cold Et. This is not fun.
0: We <laughs> can get Sharkboy to hit the drive through. <laughs> the only way this could be worse, Brian, is if uh Jim Cornette appear in the promo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't make a cameo. You <laughs>
0: know <laughs> something that I just uh when I rewatched this that I noticed, uh so he went to get the glass of water, did Eric Young. And of course Eric Young drops all the names of Nemo, of Charlie. Is it Charlie the tuna, I guess maybe he's talking about? Yes. Yeah. And Mr. Limpet, which is one of my uh, favorite movies as a child. It wasn't one of my favorites, but I watched it a bunch of times. It was always on uh, Channel 56. But uh, then he goes to get a glass of water, and he drops the glass. So the glass shatters. And you know when you hear the glass, Brian?
1: <laughs> it's your ass.
0: Yes. So I, I just figured out that's why he, they had him drop the glass. because that is when strike boy snapped out of it and his eyes opened Hmm. yeah he did his it's pretty good stone cold given that
1: it is it's a very good stone cold i'm sure he was probably doing it backstage and catering or something and they said oh we should put that on tv
0: yeah 2008 brian uh i know you (laughs) in the past i mean this is a whole new administration going on now with impact wrestling it's Uh, From all accounts, it is a much different product than it was uh, 10 years prior in 2008. But this just screams WWE light. (laughs) Drivel. (laughs) Absolute drivel. And if you want to see the picture, as I mentioned, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or at the WPAN.com. That is the WPAN.com, our home base, our hub. The WPAN.com. And Brian, you are hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great age of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler, and you got them dudes.
1: Uh, I got dates, Mike. This Saturday night, I'll be heading to Newburyport, Massachusetts for Atlantic Pro Wrestling, taking t- taking on the unequaled one, Todd Sopel. Many are better, but nobody's equal to... <laughs>
0: always funny always funny
1: (laughs) head over to atlanticprowrestling.com for ticket and full card information also they're all over social media atlantic pro wrestling uh the very next day sunday afternoon i'll be with beyond wrestling at the electric haze in worcester not sure what i'm doing yet but i will be there live and in attendance findbeyond wrestlingonline.com and follow them on social media because they get they they get a good social media following and i, I believe they're approaching five hundred thousand youtube subscribers believe it or not right now Jeepers. pretty incredible amazing <laughs> yes and then next weekend mike i will be heading to lowell massachusetts for chaotic wrestling's chaotic countdown which i won last year so i'm looking to go back to back uh, sharing top billing with me in this show is Mick Foley, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Yes. <laughs> Go to chaoticwrestling.com for ticket and card information. The very next night, I'm heading to the Big City Mike the Hammerstein Ballroom at the Manhattan Center. Ring of Honor Wrestling's international TV taping. I will be taking part in that. RHwrestling.com uh, for all ticket and card information if you're in the New York area uh the 23rd of june mike i'll be heading to bethany connecticut for northeast wrestling by northeastwrestling.com and all over social media for full ticket and card information how about that
0: sounds good kingpin email brian malonis at comcast.net if you want brian malonis on your show or who no, wouldn't And who wouldn't? DM him on Twitter also, at Brian Malonis, and get in touch and get the Kingpin as part of your wrestling program. All right, we are back next week, next Monday, right here for episode 110 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko. And thanks for nothing.